0: still here hoping for a miracle also here to cheer on leonard makes it official now the warriors just inbound and that's it there's a new nba champion and it's a team from toronto canada canada the nba title is yours the toronto raptors are the 29th (laughs)
1: Is. <laughs> you heard nothing yet, man. You didn't hear nothing yet. Woo. It's over. Yeah. Woo. It's how are we going to
2: do this without swearing? I, I, I'm already recording this. I'm, not,
1: I'm recording this. I'm already recording this. I'm putting is... all of this out, boys. Holy crap. Oh my, yo. Nice. Nice.
2: Woo. Nice. Oh, yeah. my gosh.
0: It's Vince Fighter. Oh it's over. The Oracle. Hits on competition. That was that was a taste of things to come. Eventually, that's what happened. It's over. VC style. It's over. The Raptors are champions! For the first oh. time ever! Boys. Ever. Boys.
1: This is one of the greatest days of my life.
0: <laughs> this is no the greatest. Kidding.
2: Greatest day. Like, oh my gosh, it's it's real, man. It's and this is the thing; it's like it hasn't, it still hasn't sunk in. No,
1: yet. Like, it, no hasn't, it's
0: just man. Our it hasn't, man. It hasn't. I'm still like, Monday. oh god, think I can't wait Monday to win the next game.
1: St-, St. Louis, is this how it feels, man? Oh, Lee, I don't want it to stop.
0: <laughs> oh, god! Wow! The parade. The parade's there is
1: Monday guys. I, I live in this uh I live in this apartment and there's like f- three other uh, apartments right beside us and there's like a little square in the middle. One person was just blasting off fireworks way too close to the buildings, but it was oh the gosh. coolest scene. Everybody was outside in their windows screaming and honking. Let's go Raptors, no. everything clapping. It was one of the coolest scenes. Uh, I'm not downtown cuz it, clearly it's not no. possible to go in or out of downtown mm-hmm. right now. But no, holy but like, shit. Can I Jeez.
0: Jay with with your permission, Jay, can I list off some numbers? With your permission, can I list off some numbers? The ones that I've been dying to say for a very long time. Do it. Do it, man. Do it. Okay. One. One team to to, to get everybody else off their backs. Reign Suprema champions, Toronto Raptors. Two, I'm out of finals MVPs that Kawhi Leonard has. Being either the only person or a rarity to do it in the East and the West, one, one. championship for Kyle Lowry, who has tried so hard to get here. One championship for Marcus All, who now is a champion like his brother. One championship for Serge Ibaka, the second after Kevin Durant out of the OKC four, beating James Harden and Russell Westbrook. One championship for Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Yo.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, but also, also, go shout out and goes out to JV, uh, CJ. Yes. Uh, they get them too. The lawn, right? Exactly. All those people who were there. Uh, and then you got to shout out, obviously, DeMar DeRozan. Casey he's not going to get a ring, but I'm just glad that the people who stuck there
0: also get a ring too. Oh, actually, sorry. One last thing. Speaking of Dwayne Casey. I don't mean to be, I, I'm just, I'm a, oh, I'm I, know I know win. what you're going to say. I know you're going to say. Dwayne Casey. I think we know what it feels like to be champions now. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Oh, enough about me though. Guys, guys, please. elate. You need to. It feels yes. good.
1: It does feel good. Jay, Jay, are you there right now? Or no, you're you're at home. But you were at No, I I yeah
2: yeah, I was uh I, I'm I'm actually driving to my house like I was done. I was then celebrating. I'm, I'm I'm good. I got to be at CBC at 5:45 in the morning.
1: So <laughs> oh. And was, I'm waiting
2: on a call. Apparently, they want to facetime me. I, I'm I've been waiting for a call. There's been no call, so I'm like, I'm not well, waiting right. longer. So
1: if you if you have <laughs> to go so midway, I mean, no calls. <laughs> if you have to go midway, we know why. But holy, okay, okay. Sorry. This is
2: not real, man. <laughs> this is not real life. Like, look okay, can this. Have this. We would like Photoshop pictures of like raptors holding trophies. We would like yeah. mm-hmm. people would create memes of like. Oh, this is what it's going to be like, you know, whenever the Raptors win the championship. No, man, this is real, man. Yeah. This is real.
1: Everybody oh. who's listening to this right now, I need you to tell us how you feel. Is this real? Are you going to pinch us? Are you pinching yourselves right now? I want everyone to share it with each other. I want to share this moment with everybody. I want, oh, it. I'm, I'm lost for words, man. I'm lost for words. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. It's almost like I need to well, like thank
0: everybody, you know what I mean? <laughs> should we should we follow the tentative schedule that I had or just go off book? What,
1: at what,
0: this at this I don't know man. at
1: this moment. I like, I don't even know who's listening right now. I'm just <laughs> I don't I don't blame so, you off if you want to leave right now, but your Toronto so, Raptors so, are NBA champions, man.
0: To get some order, how about this uh first off, let's discuss the final game. Uh just what a nail-biter that was. How yes. frustrating and fantastic. Uh, Jay, the final game, just thoughts, please. Yeah, I, I, it was, It was. Uh,
2: you know, coming into this game, the Raptors, you know, we, we know the numbers, right? 3-0 at Oracle, 9-0 and when Mark Davis is officiating. Um, each of these wins have been by at least 13 points in Oracle. And we're just a team that has been winning throughout this series it's not just one lucky game or one lucky quarter again coming into this game where the Warriors have only won four quarters out of the 20. and then the Warriors come out with this fight like it felt like clay couldn't miss and it felt like draymond was at his absolute like oh my gosh his his numbers like like through the roof right if you uh-huh. and, and if you remember that you know what gets lost in history is in that game 7 when the you know, the Cavs beat the Warriors and LeBron brings the championship to Cleveland what gets lost in this is Draymond had a triple and right. no one talks about that he was outstanding in that game and then the same thing happened here he had something like 19 rebounds 14 assists some ridiculousness i don't know if, i don't think he got his triple double cuz he was he was like 2 points shy but my gosh he was playing out of his mind and to get that kind of performance from him, to have like the flamethrower uh, game from Clay Curry, you know, with his usual craftiness, like this was this was Golden State at their absolute finest, mm. and Toronto answered every single run. They they never had a lead larger than five. I know that the leads kept going back and forth, and there was something to the effect of seventeen lead changes, but hot damn, like the Raptors. Took this championship. It wasn't that the Warriors lost it; the Raptors earned it, right? Like absolutely. This was, like this was us, man. And
1: uh, okay, so if we're gonna talk about the game, because I really am trying to comprehend the fact that we won. I'm looking on social media, you guys. They're singing "We Are the Champions" right now outside of Jurassic Park. Young and Dundas is going nuts. They look like ants. It's it's crazy right now. But I'm thinking back into the game. Kyle Lowry came out guns a blazing. Like he yeah. he scored oh the first like I think eight or eleven first eleven? points. Oh, eleven lee. points. He like uh, they started the Raptors started with an eight oh run just by Kyle Lowry. He wanted this. He deserves every bit of that trophy. Every golden speckle of that Larry O'Brien. That he, it, he wasn't gonna go uh, back. Correction, tr- correction. It's the Larry O'B. It's the uh, Larry uh, O'B. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah? Of course, no, Larry like O'B. It, yeah. Yes, I I apologize. But, oh, my God, Kyle Lowry was incredible. 26 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists. He was flirting with a triple-double, too. And something about playing away, uh, especially at the Oracle, too, he loves playing in adversity. And Mm -hmm. to finish it off, yes, you got Kawhi who kind of steadied the ship, but talking about steadying the ship... Steady Freddy, man. Steady, steady. Steady Freddy. Oh, my. He, every single time something was happening, he was like the release valve. You know what I mean? Like steady with yeah. how much he got? He only got 16.
2: Something like no. that? It felt like 60.
1: It did. Fe- <laughs> it felt like 60. But apparently, according to this, I could be wrong. I, I don't know. Maybe. But if it is I did, just. No, I, think, I think it's right. I, if it's just six points, that was the biggest six points of his no, no, life. No, no, no. 16, 16, 16. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But but regardless, you all y'all saw it. If you guys are listening, all y'all saw the impact that Freddie Van Vliet had. Um he he legit was the release valve for whenever we were under pressure, shot after shot after shot. That little picker right. he has with Ibaka where uh either I think it was Cousins who has to uh guard Fred Van Vliet, cook him every single time he cooked him. And and then talking about Ibaka too, there was a lot of um second tier not second tier person, but like there's a lot of um uh the, the other guys, you know, like there is Kyle and there's Kawhi, but who was gonna step up? And this time around, it was a collective effort, you know, it wasn't just one guy. Everybody uh gave it their all. And it was it was beautiful to watch uh the celebration at the end. Oh I can't I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna I am going to i am i am not going to i do not know how I'm gonna work yeah.
2: Apologies, apologies if you're hearing all this, these, these this
1: mumbling, this uh, rambling because no, 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 <laughs> the
2: the the horns honking. I'm I'm actually, I, I'm just driving home right now and like the horns honking.
1: No, no, well, I,
2: I'm at I'm at I'm Young and Seals right now and yo, it's crazy. Like people are honking and going crazy. This isn't even downtown, man. This is crazy. And like you know, back to your point, Jay, about like you know the other guy stepping up. You gotta remember, right? We're facing you know one of the greatest teams ever assembled, right? Yes, they were missing Kevin Durant, but they still are one of the greatest teams ever assembled. And -hmm. this is what it takes to beat them. You don't just it's not gonna be just one man. It was never gonna be just Kawhi who would beat them, as Mm -hmm. amazing as he is. Kawhi had for his standards, again, another off game. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was Kyle in the first. It was Fred in the fourth Fred, and in between. In correction
1: by... correction twenty two points by Fred. It just it just updated. Oh
2: yeah. It updated. Okay. That that there sounds more accurate. Right. So Five it was it was Kyle, Kyle in that first half, Freddy in the fourth quarter, and everywhere in between, it was Ibaka. And yeah. you know, in everyone you needed you needed every yes. single bit of that. And like yes. you know, I remember we went into halftime and Ibaka already had ten points, and I was thinking, that's good vibe number. Like that's the, that's a good Sign The mm-hmm. second he hit the double digits, I think the Raptors have only lost one game all playoffs. Uh, so yep. very positive sign for the Raptors. Uh, among others, I mean, you, you you go into this with a bunch of things that you want to see happen. But for example, I came into this game thinking I would like to see um, Danny hit a three in the first, like, two minutes. And then we'll know <laughs> it's, a, it's a Danny game, right? Uh, and we didn't see it, right? But it's not like we were just relying on that it would end up being Kyle hitting those threes. Uh, the other thing I really want to see, and we heard it before the game. So in the, uh, the the press conferences before tonight's game, each of the coaches went up and Nick Nurse had a lot to say. And one of the things he talked about was Pascal Siakam. And it was questioned about why he sat the last nine minutes. And Nick Nurse blatantly said it. He's like, I was not impressed with his defense. And that to balls, man. Mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam is the second, maybe third best player on this team. And to take him out of an elimination game the last nine minutes is is a huge and a gutsy call. And it was the wake up call that Pascal needed. Like he wasn't, you know, this is the thing is like between games two, three, four, and five, he was 0 for 12 from beyond the arc. But because of his amazing defense, that's what kept him in games. His, his ability to uh, break out on his own personal fast breaks, uh, rebound really well. Uh, just play all around, great defense. That's what keeps him in these games. If if uh, Nick Nurse is calling out his defense, then that does make him unplayable. So very yeah. gutsy call from him on, in game five, and then that translated. Look at look at how he performed in game six. He was aggressive. He was actually attacking Draymond Green and scoring. Mm-hmm. So right. amazing. Like this is this. That's what I'm saying. This is what it takes to defeat a team like the Warriors. And we did it. We freaking did it.
0: I mean, and as both of you brought up, the Warriors had quite a good game as well. And, you know, I, I'm sorry to hear about Clay Thompson. Obviously he was having a monstrous game. He's got a history for, for game sixes, as, as we all know. And I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's a terrible loss for that kind of thing to happen. But just like we were giving it our all, the Warriors were clearly giving it their all as well. And, Oh my god, the fact that there were I think 17 lead changes in the third quarter alone, mm-hmm. that's how insane this game was. Because Toronto knew we had to claim this because they win, they have the same odds as us. The Warriors knew we have to get this because if we don't, Toronto wins. So this was actually like everything on the floor for both teams, and it clearly showed and just, oh, the the adrenaline, the entire game. There were parts in the second quarter where I was like, oh, my God, this feels like the end of the game. I can't take it. My heart cannot take it. And as you alluded to, Jay, I mean, very bold moves by, by Nick Nurse were, were pulled off in this game as well. And, uh, you know, there were foul troubles early on, like Kyle Lowry, um, Mark Gasol, uh, Kawhi Leonard, I believe, had four which is not great. Uh, very frightening things. But guess what? We held a composure. We kept playing the game. And down to those 0.9 seconds. Those 0.9 <laughs> seconds. The
1: longest 0.9 well, seconds of my life.
0: Let, let me tell you, the the shot has nothing in terms of me wanting to have, like, to, to fend off an oncoming heart attack like those 0.9 seconds where Mark Davis and company were just like, huh, let's just waltz over to the table, discuss this a little bit. This this isn't the end of the game. No, no, no. Let's just uh, take our time, look at stuff. And it's like, hurry up. This is Canadian history. Mm -hmm. Please hurry up and figure out something. Oh, (laughs) my God. It was just so nerve wracking. But just like the shot like the two games we lost in in Milwaukee this season has been all about that open space where it's like uh oh is this really it to make us question the after result the shot going in the four in a row the actual one point win is this actually it did we actually do it oh my god because that that test before just completely threw my mind in a loop this whole season has been that. It's been, as uh, our friends over at Golden State um, HQ put, put it out, the Raptors dug their way out of the grave. That was that, but it was also that gasp for air that the Raptors had as these zombies that feast on the dead and figure their way out through the blood and gore. It's a breath of fresh air. They're alive, and they've, they've done it. They've come to life. They have oh figured god. it out. And the Raptors are champions. Oh, in, my god
2: In the, uh, in the post-game conference, um, you know, Kyle Lowry uh, – sorry, Kawhi Leonard was interviewed. Um, obviously, there's going to be questions about, you know, is he going to stay? Is he – you know, what was it like? And all this stuff. Uh, I liked his answer uh, about when he first came over here. He said he texted Lowry and said, let's go do something special. Mm-hmm. I know your best friend left. I know you're mad, but let's make this thing work out. And we're right. here today. I love that. You know, like this is this is a professional. We knew he what he was when he when he first started. When he sorry, when we we got him, we started this podcast after that trade. Like we yep. were this the excitement that we are all feeling right now is the exact same excitement. Well, not not exactly the same, but was somewhat the same excitement we felt back on July seventeenth and. Absolutely! Oh my gosh, it is freaking real, man. It's freaking yeah. real. This is unreal.
0: So the fact that you're listing off players now, uh, if this is even possible, because think about this, the the league had to figure out an MVP like a minutes after the final game was, was wrapped up. I don't think there was any doubt, but um, our own picks for various awards, you could just think off the top of your head, take your time. Uh, let's go with the first one. Uh, series mvp i think we all agree Kawhi. kawaii should we just move on to the next yes yeah, sir on to the next uh, one uh let's go with three ball king and i think obviously actually today that title has been questioned for the series the guy who went toe-to-toe with the warriors with the three ball jay who do you have for, which jay Either go ahead. Go ahead. I go, <laughs> go
2: ahead. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna say the same thing I'm gonna say. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Freddie Van Vliet, senior, bro. Yeah. Hot damn. Remember That's when it. he wasn't doing well? Remember when they wanted Jeremy Lin on? Remember Yo, when people whoa, were calling whoa, for Jeremy whoa, Lin? That was
2: like that was like years ago. And right? Yet it was only like a month ago,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> or not even but, a month ago. It was like three weeks ago. It was the Milwaukee series. Fred Van Vliet literally. It. It was, he he. Uh, Will this win he helped this win he helped this team yeah. win this final game to knock off the Golden State Warriors in Oracle in the last game of Oracle yep. Fred he Vesley said, was a said, huge part of this
2: he set an NBA record today with uh the most three-pointers by a bench player
0: and, uh, surpass- oh, wow.
2: surpassing Robert Ori oh, oh. big shot Rob Big shot, Rob. So, give give Freddie that three-ball award, man. I think it's unique. Ooh. How many did he get? Uh, I think it was 15 off the bench. I, I I don't know the exact number. I think it's something like that.
0: In three? So, he made five. Jesus. I, I This game it was just such a big blur. Like, stats don't even, like, stick out. But here's maybe a little bit more of a tough one. Defensive player of the series for the Raptors. Any thoughts? Hmm. I want honestly, oh, a uh, I,
1: like the, a, a good one would be Kawhi, of course. But I want to say Serge Ibaka, because right. he he came up with some wicked wicked blocks uh, down the stretch. Um, he was he played big, and and the thing is, him there there was a few times where, and I think today was one of them where Gasol just didn't have it in him. It, it was sometimes he was kind of unplayable, and then when you threw. Uh, Ibaka in there. It was his energy that boosted the confidence of the entire team. His defensive and mm-hmm. offensive rebounds, his his uh, his block shots. His it, it was he played big, you know, and he played intimidating for every single series. Honestly,
2: Jay, what about yeah. you? That's a tough one, man. I, you know what? A part of me even wants to give it to uh, Van Vleet again. Right. He in the beginning half of this series, he was uh, justifiably the Curry stopper. Uh, yep. But in, in the second half of the series, I think that they the Kerr ran some very clever plays to get him off of Van Vleet. Uh, Van Vleet, uh, who I called to, you know, called out that he should be tethered to Curry, didn't quite work out that way. So, uh, and, and you know what? What's going to get lost in this is that Danny Green actually had a very good defensive series. No one's going to notice because he didn't hit a shot. He wasn't good at all offensively. Well, not at all. He had a couple of good games. But no one's going to keep note of the fact that he was actually very impressive defensively. So that's going to get lost in all this. So I don't know who to give the the defensive award to. Uh, you, you, you're right, Dre. This is a tough one. I, I know I'm not going to give it to Kawhi. Um, I'm sorry. Like he, he had the easiest assignment on the floor he was always guarding either Iguodala or like Alfonso McKinney. Like he was just uh, more of a safety, you know, like if if anyone got by Curry or clay there, he was, um, uh, you know, ready to stop any kind of drives to the lane. So again, I I can't give it to him either. I I really don't know. I, I think I'm just by default. I will actually agree with Jay and give it to Ibaka.
0: Sure. I think that's a great idea. Now, uh, A couple more things here uh, to keep it short and brief because this is running very late, but let's do something. Now that the series is done, let's do something as a Raptors podcast a little bit tough. Give some kudos to the Golden State Warriors. This is your platform. I will start things off if you need uh, help with some things to say. Probably not because I know we're all very diplomatic here. Uh, Now that the Raptors have made it This far and they've won the championship. I've gotta say, I completely I feel like I myself have completely misunderstood what it means to be a repeating champion. Like the Warriors, uh, you know, LeBron James and the Heat, or every time he went to the finals with the Cavs. Yes, these are superstar teams with their calibers, but it's almost like now that we've made this entire run, and I've seen it before with you know other teams I like, like the Mavericks, but the fact that this is a town that I live in. This is my home team to see that entire run, thinking about it all over again, two more times possibly, is a little bit insane. So, in all honesty, no matter what acquisitions they've had, who's been on, who's been traded, the Warriors deserve some sort of kudos because at the end of the day, that's freaking unbelievable if you really think about it. Like to get there in the first place and to sustain that especially after a finals loss to LeBron James they keep going. I know Durant had a huge part in it. Let's be honest. We had 10 minutes with him and we were already like, ah, geez, but uh, it still is mind boggling. Like the Lakers of the early two thousands, you know, the Spurs continuously popping back up again and again with Duncan Ginobili and uh, Tony Parker, who's just announced that he's retiring a couple of days ago. That's, the the trio's gone, but the four piece of the last time they've won is finally in our team. We finally did it. But again, mad respect and kudos to the Warriors. Obviously they gave us a hell of a time. Very difficult. Um Jason, do you have any words for for the Warriors now that now that there's no jinxing that can happen?
1: Listen, I was on uh, Combo Guards not too long ago, I feel like a couple of days ago, and I was just saying how for for the warriors it it's it's kind of like we we know from afar how good they are uh cuz we've always watched the team that beat us face the warriors right but now mm-hmm. it's like the fact that we got to see them up close and watch them uh dissect our team and we have to do the same to them uh you can't help but admire these guys and and the work that they put in and the fact that the what we had to go through, and I'm talking we as in like the Raptors, but what the Raptors had to go through in order to get into this position, for the Warriors to do that five consecutive times, that's five years of doing it. I can't, the amount of life that I've lost because of of, of heart attacks from this <laughs> season alone uh, is, is already crazy. So the fact that you've done that so many times, I mean, hats off to them of course they don't really need anybody's approval because they've been they're the dynasty right they they are the warriors it's always uh the it's always every single season whoever going to make the finals it's going to be the warriors it, uh, hands down it's going to be the warriors and they deserve that right mm-hmm. so that that makes it even more satisfying that the fact that toronto uh the team that we all of us have loved for so long getting into even the conversation of to be one of the top teams ever right we are we are champions and just the fact that we've they've had to go through so much to get to uh, an opportunity to face uh, a team like the Warriors a dynasty uh, a team that will never be forgotten in the NBA lore that's what's remarkable and again it's not going to hit me until I think the Parades on Monday, so I hope I see you all there. Yep. But it's, absolutely, <laughs> it's just it's Yo, just an incredible feeling, man.
2: Yeah, and, and uh, quick quick disclaimer: the parade is at ten a.m. Uh, it'll burn it's from right. ten a.m. till three p.m. But we all know it, this is this parade. The parade started already.
1: Like the par- this is gonna parade's be, not going <laughs> to stop until uh until what is it like uh, October third, October thirty first, or something.
2: Yeah, October thirty first. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all. It is, and is, you know, you guys, you guys raise raised great points about, about the Warriors, right? I mean, the, when when they won their first championship, I wasn't, you know, I know that they had, like, a score around with this bunch, and still, like, this is how hard it is to be a champion, right? You have, you know, some Hall of Famers on your team, and they're all in their prime, and you still don't win it, because, you know, injuries happen, right? And it, it's unfortunate, but you, you deal with, you know, the cars that you're dealt with, right? And you know, right. they've they had their fair share of luck in terms of who they face along the way. But uh, this is unfortunately what happened to them. And even in this game, right, like Golden State was playing well enough. And they're, they're, they will surely say something along the lines of like, well, if Clay was there in the fourth quarter, you never know.
0: And but... you don't know.
2: Right. This is this is what yeah. happened. You don't know. It doesn't matter yeah. anymore. It's over. I want right? to set
0: the I want to set the record straight with that, because that kind of mentality has bothered me so much. And I'm going to make it clear right now, right now. You cannot have these kinds of ideas because think about this. The playoffs is not literally just the game that just happened, the final game where we won. It was the entire journey, the entire way, including the season. You cannot control what happens in the season. You cannot control what happens in the playoffs when it comes to injury. The season is why Kawhi rested for 20 games so he could bust out for all 23 postseason games. That's the only thing you can control. Injuries you cannot. So you cannot play ifs, hands, or butts when Kevin Durant, two series before, started to get injured. You cannot play ifs, hands, or buts if Clay Thompson was starting to feel things the series before. You cannot start to do this kind of stuff if Marcus Cousins was in a mess the entire season. All right, but
2: let's let's get back to let's get back to let's get back to the question though. The question though was yes. about, you know, you know, appreciating them and You know, while they they did fall in some hard times there and in the end of the series, absolutely deserves kudos. You both hit it on the head earlier in terms of, like, one, building a champion is hard enough as it is. But two, building one that's been able to to go to five straight finals, that's just unheard of. Well, not unprecedented, but in this day and age, with the salary cap as it is and with injuries and luck and all of the different um, superstars moving around this league and creating their own little super teams, it's amazing. Kudos to them. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure that regardless of how their team looks like next year, uh, they're still going to be a force to reckon with. And um, yeah, kudos to them. All right, but here right. we go.
1: Let, let's think about let's think about this team. Let's think about the Toronto Raptors and what well. we we've done. Everybody, yeah. and, 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 and we can be that. We can say that you know Toronto uh, were one of the top four teams to come out of the East to make possibly make it to the championship, right? Honestly, I don't think anybody outside of you know Toronto thought clearly that this team would be a champion. And the fact that Kawhi Leonard, like you said, Dre, when we first started this podcast, Kawhi Leonard, uh, that was the first day we acquired Kawhi Leonard. And mm-hmm. we were ecstatic, as ecstatic, um, but for a different reason. That At that time, it was more for hope. And for this time, it's more we actually did it, right? And Kawhi Leonard is the first player in – I guess I just saw it on the score – first player in NBA history to win MVP MVP finals or finals MVP in both conferences. That's incredible. Damn. It's the first championship outside of the U.S. Uh, soil. It's incredible. Um, it, it's, yeah. It's just – just think about the, the type of uh, – the type of feeling that you're going to get tomorrow, it's going to be, it's going to be weird, right? Um, the type of influence that is going to be on Canadian basketball, kids around the country, uh, more people are going to want to play basketball. The, the amount of, um, parties the viewing parties that were across Canada uh Saskatchewan Winnipeg Montreal Quebec like everybody was was rooting for these guys to bring it home uh remember again I know everybody knows the story but if you haven't like the first NBA game was played in Toronto versus the New York Knickerbockers and we were we were then the Toronto Huskies think about that yep and and now your Toronto Raptors are NBA champions. We've we've. It's not like the Stanley Cup, where it's only one of them, and you you're engraving your names on it. No, everybody is going to have a Larry O'Brien Trophy if you earn it. Now, this trophy is going to be in the Scotiabank Arena. Every time you go there, you can walk by it and check that out. And we've lived yeah. that. We we can we can finally say that we have gone through a champion, a one of the top major sports in North America. We've we have one of them we have we have we waited since 1993 of the Toronto Blue Jays uh to to see the championship to see the banners raised to see the trophy rose over the heads and passed around and to see this uh this fan base deserve like I, I i you like correct me if i'm wrong guys but like this is the this entire like series there was moment for eruption right there there was this 26 years of just like bottled up emotion almost. And to be a fan of, of your favorite team. sometimes, you know, those dark days of Andrea Bagnani, Eric and and Williams and uh, Alonso You like we can go on and on and on and on about the reasons why we could have. uh, And I wouldn't have blamed you for not being a fan anymore. I really wouldn't have not blamed you if you weren't. And if you wanted to jump on now, that's totally fine. But I, I for those who stuck with this team for with you guys uh sticking with me to to do this podcast uh, there it, it was all for it this is just sports at the end of the day this is just sports so no one should feel bad no one should feel hurt but it's a thing to celebrate with with each other right and I think that's what's the beauty of it um and now we can just go celebrate man so Yo. You
2: know, so I, can well I just quickly add? Can I can I add something to that because I don't think I can top what you just said, but it's just no, if you think about if you think about you know all of the um, uh, all of the difficult seasons that we had to sit through, where we're sitting at the bottom of the standings and we 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 weren't doing well, and then now you look at how this team was formed, right? I mean, they kept talking about it on the broadcast that so there's not a single lottery pick on this team. How the yep. highest pick was Kawhi at 15. Um, that's that's the epitome of this team, right? We we don't need it to be a whole bunch of like we don't need to tank and get a whole bunch of uh, high draft picks to build a team. This is going to be the blueprint for for a lot of teams now, right? They're mm-hmm. they're going to question whether or not they want to tank, right? Now to put this to put a little bow on this in terms of like the formation of this team and how they've all stepped up. The MVP finals voting. There are 11 votes. 10 of those 11 went to Kawhi. Do you guys want to guess who that other vote went to? Freddie. Freddy It went to Freddie. Yeah. Freddie got a freaking... Fred Van Vliet, undrafted. Got a, nice. an NBA finals MVP vote, guys.
1: That's awesome. That's amazing.
2: That is the epitome of this team, man. It's oh, not just a one-man
0: HB. team. <laughs> Oh, I mean, if I can just uh, do my own my own thoughts and then I think we can call it a wrap after this. I think uh, you both of you guys put it so well, and I thank you both for even wanting you know uh, an oddball visceral watcher like me who doesn't really go by stats, but he goes by by feel like every time he said we haven't lost a playoff game against Mark Davis, I said, I don't give a damn It like, well, like, you know, <laughs> didn't mean anything to me because statistics only mean something after the fact to me. And I I don't know, I, I'm just, I'm that kind of viewer who, yeah, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's just because when I first moved here from Africa, there was a basketball team as long as I could remember. But I was so young, I, I couldn't remember the years when we didn't actually have one, you know, because I moved here like in the early 90s. So once we did, you know, it didn't mean anything. I, I got introduced to the team as if they were always around, but they weren't. They were named after Jurassic Park movie, for God's sakes. You know, we were almost destined to be goofed on almost, and for so many years. We had something of legitimacy only for so much to fight against. We had the Vince Carter dunk competition, which happened at Oracle, actually, so there's that. But we had to deal with the shot. In uh, the Philly, in the Philly series, plus being swept by the Knicks, he left. We had to have the Williams brothers, but we had Chris Bosh, and we had a number one draft pick. We had Varniani. We missed out on Lamarcus Aldridge, guys. We missed out on Lamarcus Aldridge. But then that all phased, and then we had Demar Derozan. Things were gonna be fine again. And then the final questionable thing, Demar Derozan, for a lot of people, was traded away. But that's when us three and a lot of other people said, wait, there's a Kawhi Leonard. And we're not at the hands of all these other GMs that we've had who have made bad decisions. We have a great leader in Masai Ujiri. And we have a breath of fresh air with Nick Nurse, who joins an elite class of of coaches to win a championship in their first year. There was so much stuff that we had to cling on to because at the end of the day, This wasn't a team that played dirty. This wasn't a team that played arrogantly. This wasn't a team for so many years that just had filth on it. The worst it ever got was backlash from other people. We the Choke, the Toronto Barneys, LeBronto Raptors. It was always instilled by other people. But we ourselves never really had anything to be ashamed of because at the end of the day, most of the people, Sans Alonso Morning, and a few others, who joined our team, Wanted to be here, even for a little bit. Maybe they wanted to leave, but while they played for us, for the most part, they actually tried. And now that we're finally here, this hard work, these gambles let's be honest, not mm-hmm. many players want to come here, right? Now maybe they will, but before, not many people wanted to. Kyle Lowry, who they rightfully gave the trophy to hoist it first out of all players because he wanted it the most all these years did not want to be here when he first came here. It's just a stigma. But guess what? The stigma, that stigma is finally like the Raptors logo and screw you monster. There's no similarity. You can't copyright (laughs) a claw (laughs) mark as clawed away the stigma. And we are for the entire year. Let me remind you guys, no matter what station you watch every time the Lakers, the Pistons, the Warriors, whatever team, the Knicks, if they get all the All Stars, every time they face us, the commentators have to say, "Well, Kyrie Irving on the Clippers or the Knicks or the Lakers is now facing against the title holders, the the world champions, the Toronto Raptors." They have to. They cannot yes, avoid sir. that. We yes, hold sir. that title for a year, boys. Oh,
1: all right, all right, okay. So we're gonna be back. We'll be back for sure with some reaction pods. We'll keep doing this throughout the year, of course, because I think, what, free uh, draft is next week, free agency is two weeks after.
0: We got the WNBA as well.
1: We got WNBA as well, and we will have a lot, a lot of content about your 2018-2019 NBA champions, We The North, RTZ, Raptors over everything, your... Toronto Raptors and until next time boys I'll talk to you again soon that is a wrap
2: Woo-hoo! yeah,
1: yeah.